Welcome to episode 39 of Define Normal, a podcast where everything and nothing is normal. I'm your host, Shelby, and today we are getting into the story of West Elm Caleb. You've probably heard about this, and if you haven't, you might be living under a rock, or you just don't have TikTok, either way. I'm not going to give you all the details in the intro because early in the episode, I give a little background about exactly what went on with West Elm Caleb, but every major outlet's been covering it, so if you have any further questions or want to see the TikToks, it's just a Google away. I also get into dating with my friend Tony. We talk about the culture of dating apps, how this phenomenon of West Elm Caleb plays into the larger dating atmosphere. Um, He shares his hot takes. Honestly, it's a lot of us agreeing to disagree. We don't really see it the same way, but that's what the podcast is all about. So stay tuned for the rest of the episode. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Shelby, what is up? You know, just ready to talk about West Elm Caleb. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. This is, this room is going to be so chaotic. It's going to be a little chaotic. uh, Playing with fire a bit. I'm going to start this by saying that, like, I have some takes, but, like, they're not crazy. I feel like we've talked about this a lot. Not you guys, everyone. So I feel like it's, there are things to be said, but it's not, like, groundbreaking. But I'm curious to see, like, what side of it you're on. Because I feel like there are two sides to West Elm Caleb. Uh, I have a very simple thesis, but I'll save it. Also, you know, like, I guess the caveat for me is that I don't, I didn't follow too much of it, so I don't know all of the context around it. So I have a very distilled and simple take. Um, but if you feel, I would love to get a, a broader recap of all the random stuff that's been happening with it. Just got a DM. If this isn't spicy, I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Damn, Ian, like. That's a lot of pressure, but That's a lot of pressure. I'm just like, you know, how much of, uh, like, and we're going to talk about dating, so it's like, how much of my personal life am I going to put on the internet? Like, we got to we create good abstractions here. I'll say this. First thing is, West Elm Caleb, because do you have TikTok or not, Tony? I do not. I refuse to, uh, to use TikTok. Oh my god, not one of those. Okay, so you're just TikTok, and this is like where this all played out. I'm sure you haven't read any of the million think pieces that are out there, like... No. Blade you know, I have better piece. things to do than... Uh... What do you think I'm doing? Anyway, I'll give you like a high-end overview. So, essentially, this man Caleb in New York City, also known as West Elm Caleb, is terrorizing all these women but it's like typical new york dating stuff right like he's ghosting them he's dating multiple women he sends a playlist here a playlist there but like to me what is the distinction is he's not giving like typical for lack of better words fuckboy vibes like it's like he's doing a little extra like most dudes aren't i mean it's the same playlist he's sending these girls. But most dudes aren't like and here's this playlist i made so he tries you don't have a ready-made playlist that you send to every guy Come on, it's exhausting to make it over and over again. <laughs> it's the same songs. Your music taste doesn't change. Men don't deserve my playlist, so there's also that. <laughs> I, my playlists are good, and I will not have some man telling another girl about my music recs. Like, respectfully, no. <laughs> um, so, template playlist that I copy into a new playlist, so it oh. looks like I just made it. Oh my god. So you're already exhibiting some of the behaviors. I have okay. not sent anyone a playlist in over a year and a half. Okay. Mm, okay. All right, Tony. We're gonna see. So 
essentially oh, no he sends the playlist but this is where it gets weird like to me all the behavior is like pretty normal he's dating multiple girls yeah. he ghosts some of them he might send a cryptic text like i can't really talk to you anymore because just like i'm not really feeling right now like i'm not really like having a good time of dating like he says very like i'm emotionally aware i'm going through something kind of text when he's over it so this is where he loses me though he sends unsolicited nudes so he'll just like oh, drop okay drop a pic. Miss- <laughs> yikes okay i missed that part <laughs> I missed that part. That, uh, okay, interesting. <laughs> so that would make him a fuckboy, right? Like, that's, like, that's where he crosses the line into a... I guess that's not a fuckboy. That's just, like, not even self-aware boy. That's just, uh... Who even sends unsolicited dick pics anymore? Anymore? We'll unpack that. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, isn't that, like, a very 2010 thing? Just like, no you... thank you thing? Yeah, every, it's, like, in the it's in the culture now that, like, even uh, if, like a random 40 year old man would know oh if i do this i'm gonna get put on blast right like it's a quick path to cancellation so i think that's mm-hmm. where he loses Look. me yeah it's it's a no so he decides to do that and then essentially these women just kind of unravel on the internet like i think it was last week like early last week i'm watching tiktok and I, on my for you page there's a woman in new york who's like you know if you guys have dated this guy caleb um and then just kind of like comes out with some receipts right and i don't think much of it i'm like you know i've seen that content before where like some girl in brooklyn's dating a, a guy i saw one probably a month ago that did blow up it's two girls at a bar and they're like just know that girls in brooklyn talk like it was very like okay yeah you guys are dating the same dude whatever so then i also, keep like new york new york is pretty small once you have like right like specific subgroups it's like you kinda, right yeah New Yorkers who are in their 20s, New Yorkers who work in tech, New Yorkers who, like, I mean, just, it takes five seconds, and we all know each other. Yeah, exactly. So, I keep seeing the videos, whatever, and they get more and more descriptive. Like, some of these girls are like, I was dating Caleb for six weeks. Like, it's like, oh, my God, all right. Like, I'm invested. Does six weeks count as dating? You know, that's up for debate. But if I am consistently talking to you, if you go from stranger to on my phone every day for six weeks i think we might be dating or at least going that way i mean otherwise you're like a pen pal like why are you reaching out to me every day um so who has the energy to text every day like that tony i will get to that (laughs) (laughs) i'm also like like, i don't text even my friend like i don't text my friends back so how's this guy keeping up a an act well i should be honored that i get texts back from tony (laughs) noting that it's tough to get me to respond so you couldn't be West on Caleb because you don't respond to texts, but... Yeah, quite frankly, yeah. Yes, I mean, that's essentially the nuance of the story. Like, TikTok girls tell all of their stories. Some have dated him for six weeks. And some of them are like, I'll have a following on TikTok. So it's like, okay, she. one of the girls goes on this whole rant of like, I've been dating Caleb. He said, she sends the, all the text messages. There are screenshots of like everything he said to her. And obviously the other girls are reacting, but eventually, like, I want to hear your opinion, but I'll just say this. Eventually it just got a little out of hand. Like for a day or two, I was like, oh, like, what's the tea? Like I wanted to like keep getting into it. And then I was like, I don't actually, I don't care about this. Like you guys are just dating the same dude and like, he's kind of trash. But like, why is this going so far? So what are your initial thoughts? as someone who wasn't watching the TikToks and also like as a guy, like, are you like, oh, do you, do you exhibit West Tom Caleb behavior? Oh, one, no, <laughs> but two, 
I got most of my info from this on Twitter, so I have some like recycled. Uh, like I have basically, I'm like one uh one step removed from the the actual chaos. Primary thing is, look, in dating, everyone is shitty, and this just feels like a classic example of like a bunch of people. Well, the uh, the funny thing is like all those girls are also dating multiple people. It's not like uh you know like. Caleb over here is like dating six people and they're like, oh, we're in an exclusive relationship with this guy. It's like, no, like one of the girls even mentioned it, like saying like, oh, this guy just, you know, add one to the rotation. It's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, why are you offended here? So that's one. It's one of those situations where it never feels good to get ghosted. Um, but also on a second note, it's like, it never feels good to, for anyone to say, hey, I don't want to keep seeing you these are all just people's reactions to that instead of like taking it like in stride as you should they're just like airing their dirty laundry on the internet because like they want to feel better about it and feel like oh well i was right and he was wrong i mean the unsolicited dick pic thing it's like okay that's just like completely uncalled for and so you know call them out for that but like you don't need to dox someone just because like like you like him more than he liked you and you're mad about it I have a few thoughts. All right, go for it. To Ian's point about it being spicy, I have a few takes. First of all, there's a TikTok that really resonated with me that's about hot privilege. Mm. And, you know, at the risk of sounding shallow, he is not hot enough for all these activities. Like, when it was revealed... He's tall enough. That's the the difference. But he's... You know... (laughs) He has tall privilege. Get you a boy who could do both. Because you can be tall and hot. And when I saw the photos, I was like, hmm. Oh, he's not a good looking dude. I was like, so, no, he's a regular looking white dude. That wears we a have broken the internet over a man who looks like every other dude in Williamsburg. Uh, not Williamsburg, more like Bushwick, I think. I uh, say, his I, pushed further east. I say kind of Williamsburg. I, I think Bushwick is not. You know, we can get, that's like very specific. We can, yeah, we, we can go back get to very that. specific to New York, but anyways. But he's giving, he's giving Williamsburg to me and he could dabble Yikes. in Bushwick. He goes to Bushwick. He does a couple bars there. Maybe He, he goes to Boston over yes. once a month, you know. Right. But he lives in Williamsburg. And, oh, no. He's my neighbor. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm <laughs> like, that's, that's my profiling him, right? And so then, so first thought, not hot enough for this. Second thought, like... People kept asking me who don't live in New York, which I think is very funny. They're like, oh, like, have you run into Caleb on the apps? Like, have you talked to Caleb? And I was like, if you watch those TikToks, Caleb has a type. <laughs> what, what, is, not, uh, what is Caleb's type here? There is not one woman of color. I don't care if she's Asian, Black. Was there an Asian girl comp- uh, complaining about Caleb? Yes, she was an Asian girl, a jewelry designer. But on that one, it was unclear because she was saying that, like, it wasn't the same Caleb. Like, she started the video oh. off talking about a Caleb, not West Elm Jesus Caleb. Christ. Then another girl stitched her video about West Elm Caleb. Huh. Nice. Anyway, no diversity in that crowd. Was not in danger of Caleb. I also think, like, my third take would be some of these people started doing this for TikTok clout, which is, like, an obvious take. But it's, like, at first, yeah. I think these women... We're just trying to find community. Something shitty happens to you. You are embarrassed. You just want someone to like, you know. Text your like, friends. You don't yeah. even go on TikTok. Like, well, yes, but it's like, <laughs> when, 
when you realize that other people are going through it, you're like, bet, like, let's talk about it. Like, wait, let's... wait, wait. But what about all the guys that those girls uh, have ghosted? Because I'm, pl- I'm pretty sure there's got to be plenty of those uh, those two. Because oh it God. always goes both ways. Not right? playing not playing devil's advocate. I can't I'm not playing devil's advocate. <laughs> it's like everyone ghosts. It is part of the dating norm. I have never ghosted a guy. I've never, I've never ghosted a guy. I can say really? that on good, yes. I can say on good faith that I've never ghosted a guy. That so what do you do? You send a text being like, hey, I'm not feeling it. Sorry. Basically, like, I don't. I don't think those texts are like, so here's the thing. Well, it depends on how far in you are. If it's after a first date, I don't think you actually need that type of message because both people usually know this is not going to happen again. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I only send that message if he's trying to initiate plans again. Like, I'm not just right, right, exactly, sending. Exactly. I hate those texts. I actually saw a TikTok about that today where it's like, you don't need to send a dissertation. Exactly. After it's the like, first date. Yeah. It's like, look, you know, if you've been seeing each other for like a little bit, then like a few dates, then you can be like, hey, you know, not feeling it, but would love to be friends. You never end up being friends. And life goes on. I do think that ghosting is brutal, though, because, like, for the reason we said before, like, you, like, in New York are always, like, three degrees, maybe less of separation from someone. And, like, I just think... Even my friends ghost me. Come on. Okay, my friends don't ghost me. Maybe we have different friends. But I... The karma situation for me is just, like, I never know where I'm going to see you again. And that's, like, happened again and again in New York, where it's, like... I don't, I mean, if I ghost them, it doesn't mean I'm a terrible person. It's like, I can just say, like, I'm not that interested. I don't have to, like, dodge you. You're, like, watching no, my yeah. Instagram stories. It's too much. It's like, yeah, you're yeah, everywhere, yeah. but I can't even tell you that I'm, like, I'm all set on this situation. Oh, I mean, if they're doing that, it's like, well, I, like, well, maybe I'm guilty of that. But anyways. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm definitely guilty of that. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. That shit is weird. I do not understand the dating scene of, like, people who you don't want to be with or they don't want to be with you, but they're in your orbit. Like, you're looking at oh, my yeah. stories, like, and you might not say anything. You're just You're on their creepy. close friends' stories for some reason, and you're that like, why am creepy. I here? Exactly. Stay out of my business. You don't want to <laughs> date me. Leave me alone. In 22, we will block those people. So that's, in 2022, that's the energy I'm giving. If you're an Instagram story spectator... Or like we just simply don't you speak. Send it's drunk like drunk text messages at two a.m. Yeah, it's <laughs> Thursday weird. nights. It's like, why are you texting me? Yeah, I hate that for me. I hate that for us. <laughs> I hate that for me too. But I do think like my net thought on Caleb is like I don't think he deserved the slander he got because back to the not. point of, like the women and and their community. At first, I was like, this is funny. Expose him. I just wanted them to stop at like exposing him right like that's it not even like they didn't have to go that far to be honest like what should i go on tiktok and like uh start talking about girls that have ghosted me no that's in bad taste okay so they also and this is not my take this is uh, my friend's take they basically took this uh this angle of like let's protect each other like uh from this toxic man but he was a normal dude and it's like you're like cheapening that whole aspect of just like like actually calling out toxic dudes. Like this guy isn't Harvey Weinstein. This guy's some random dude in Williamsburg that ghosts some people. I agree with that, but where you lose me, I think that women, and this is like one case of like, these women are just saying what they want, but I think that women often do the opposite and they they keep to themselves in their little community. They might tell a friend, like this guy ghosted me, 
But like, you're not helping anyone because this guy's sending unsolicited nudes and being weird. It's okay to me that they made the initial TikToks. Like the women who actually dated Caleb, they were not slandering him. They were actually saying, I really like this dude. I get on TikTok and see these videos and I'm like, what, what? Like, I actually liked him. Like we were like texting and hanging out. He's sending me playlists. These women were like into the man. So it's like, I sure. don't think No, and this is came... why I go back to the point of like, it's a situation where like they liked him more than he liked them. And like, this happens the other way around all the time where it's like, let's put it in my perspective. I've been very, like very into people, but then, you know, after uh, a month or two of talking, just radio fucking silence, I'm not going on the internet and being like, oh, this one girl um, is so, like, so toxic. Everyone needs to watch out for her. It's like, no, that would be highly inappropriate. And, like, no one would support that. You don't even have TikTok, but I, I hear what you're saying. I just think that, like... Twitter. I have Twitter. I go. saw a TikTok that really resonated with me, that, like, women often they often don't speak on men behaving badly, even though we're made to be spectacles when we do. Like, more often than not, terrible things happen. Okay, wait, happen. wait. Let's, let's first, like, can we agree on what's bad behavior? Like, yeah, sending yes. unsolicited dick pics, bad yes, behavior. that's bad uh, behavior. Ghosting, but also, not bad behavior. But also just, like, like, generally being dishonest. Like, I think I think that's, like, a kind of, like, the impetus of this conversation. It's, like, yes, you. I think when you're dating, and I, I can tell that you think this, like, you don't owe people a certain amount of, like, Oh, look, I will, you know, like, I don't do, like, the behavior that I'm supporting here, <laughs> I don't personally do. And I think it's still, I still think it's shitty, but I don't think it's to the level of which it's like, you're publicly outing someone. It's just like, it's the cost of doing business with dating is all I'm trying to say. The cost of doing, and so, you know, it's funny. Because people like, are just shitty. Like, I don't... And, and I'm saying everyone's shitty here. It's not like, it's not like, oh, if it's okay. The dick pic stuff aside, everything else is stuff that I've experienced myself. And so that's why I'm just like, why are they making a, such a big deal about this? It's like, girls just like you have done this to me. And you're, and I'm pretty sure they've done it to other dudes. So it's like, why are you going complaining about it? They're most likely complaining about it because they really liked him. And like, yeah, the, the situations where it's really sucked for me, it's when I really liked them. But, you know, you take it in stride and you move on. But does it make it better that you're accepting this as like the standard? Because I just said no. Everyone's shitty. Like dating. But everyone's and everyone is not shitty. Fucking sucks. Everyone is not shitty. Because I literally just said to you that I've never ghosted anyone, and I don't. Ex well, I don't exhibit. You're a queen amongst women, Shelby. <laughs> I don't exhibit trash dating behavior, so I don't like tolerate trash dating behavior. That doesn't mean oh. that that's like the norm. That doesn't mean that like people aren't every... terrible. The interesting but, thing is, I think every single person that I've met on an app has been shitty in that way. Which is interesting because it's like I have friends who are who have married dudes off apps who weren't that way, and like so yeah, I, like I, at this point, well, the interesting like my uh, interesting data point here is in the past four years, the only people that I've seen for more than six weeks are friends of friends that I've met. Like those people date for a few months. And it's like, it happens in totally like a natural context. Anyone that I've met on an app, the longest I would see them for or talk to them is like six weeks. That's it. All right. All right. All right. We actually have some opinions from the audience. So, oh, um, shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Gonna... I got a, a text, a, a DM from Asenia being like, share everything. JK, don't. I don't know what the line is here anymore. You know, the line is, the line is fuzzy. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
the line is fuzzy. You spoke your truth, so I I've mean, spoken my truth. That's for sure. I mean, AK. I, I yes, I AK. yours, man. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I was like, you know what? This is kind of interesting. I've been hearing a lot of talk about this West Elm Caleb. I don't really know anything about him because I'm on TikTok, but I'm not on that side of TikTok, so. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to, okay. So, or Shelby, do you want to give the TLDR? I'd love to get AK's take here on uh, yes. who's shitty in this situation. So, and is it just everyone shitty? That is my opinion. The TLDR is this man in New York City is dating or was dating multiple women across the apps and they found out about it and then they all started making tiktoks of like one woman unearthed it and then these other women were like oh shit i'm dating caleb too and then they all started posting about their experiences like, i've been dating him for six weeks i went on one date with him like we started texting and he sent me a dick pic like all these women had varying experiences like some dated him for longer than others some it was one date which made me feel like it was just for clout like you don't really know this man you just you guys texted once and now you're sharing screenshots but the point is he just was being like a, a typical young i think he's 25 like dater like dating multiple women not being 100 honest sending playlists hooking up with some of them they didn't know about each other until they all started speaking on tiktok so tony his take is these women really shouldn't have been doing the most on tiktok because this is just typical dating behavior and it's happened to him as a man and he doesn't feel the need for these women to out him they think he thinks it's in bad taste I have mixed feelings. I think they took it too far, but I think they have every right to out him, is what I think. I mean, I, they definitely have the right, but I, w I don't say that having the right precludes it from being in bad taste. I have to say I mostly agree with Tony here. Man, just a, <laughs> this, this was happening in a... I, I think I saw like a derivative video that said this was happening, like, this dude was doing this in New York, right? Yes. yes. So, yeah, so this was in New York, you know, like New York, Atlanta, like some cities are really heavily like tilted in the guy's favor in terms of dating like he would not be able to get away with doing this in san francisco you know so i think it really just comes down to the fact that he's a conventionally attractive dude who was in a city that already tilted things in his favor and i mean he just took advantage of that situation to explore like relationships whether they be platonic or sexual or romantic with different women and figure out what he likes and who he is as a partner that's what i, I that's my take there you know also, and I think of, for people who any of those girls who are not dating other people, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. Right. Like, Another guy in my rotation. It's like, so why are you mad? Yeah. So <laughs> everyone is like everyone is dating around to figure out what they like and what they're willing to commit to. So I yeah, it, it's very hypocritical if they if they were like, oh, like he should only be talking to me. Like, until you have that conversation, until he says, I want to be exclusive with you, I want you to, to be my girlfriend or whatever, like, you're single and you should act like it. Now, that is that is a hot take. I think that that's not I a hot agree. take. That's literally dating. No, wait. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you on the fact that, like, you're single until you're exclusive. Mood, vibe. But I think that grown people don't. Like, there's no need to lie. In the words of Kendrick Lamar, you don't gotta lie to kick it. We're near. Did he lie? Did he, he did. lie or did he, he just did. not get. Or did no. he just. Did he say anything that was false? He lied, yes. Because women. A woman directly asked him, Did you spend time with this. He's lying as he's getting caught in the TikToks. Like, he's literally like, Hey, um, 
this one of the girls was like, did you spend the night with this girl on Saturday? And he's like, I don't know. I don't think so. All right. In that <laughs> case, you could just be comes- honest. Wait, he could have just been way. drunk. Wait, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Not drunk. Oh, well, that too. Oh, my God. So guys. This is- I'm bringing a woman on the stage. This is this is alarming me. Yesenia, <laughs> come to the stage. Okay. Can I just say, I was so hurt when Tony was like, I have a templated playlist ready to go. <laughs> that hurt my entire soul. I, I, that, I said that more tongue-in-cheek. I like... I don't think... The, I don't know about that. Play- anyways. Anyways. <laughs> um, about the whole West Ham Caleb thing. Sure, do what you gotta do, but you have to do with six women all at once. They're all dating six dudes at once. So it, what's the it, yeah, they're all dating. They're all talking to at least ten dudes at once, bro. Like the game is the game, bro. Come on. I'm literally <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. Like this is hilarious. I've dated people for months, and like it would just not be exclusive, even though it was heavily romantic. But it's just like you know, we're not there yet. It's like, but I think. And, like, I can't be mad. And I think you guys are missing a pivotal part of the point, And I don't know if you're missing it or you just don't agree with it. So the... let me step back. Let me step All back. Right. No okay. one. No one. I think is... we're taking a frame here that doesn't let you win. And that's okay. It's my podcast. But I, <laughs> I think that fair, you, fair. you guys are giving, and I'm not trying to be shady, it's giving very much like heterosexual male energy and that's fine that's what i expected that's what i invited into my space but at the same time i'm not saying like i don't think yesenia is saying this is some like dreamy oh my god we're exclusive because we went on some dates like women yes date multiple men but back to what i said like if i'm gonna do that it's not like i'm overly communicating like you know i'm dating other people because i do believe we're not exclusive until we talk about it but what I do not also understand. just awkward, right? Where it's like, yeah, I'm not saying you like, have oh, to be like out with other people. It's like the answer is yes, most likely. You just don't ask. And I do, and honestly, I do ask. I, if I'm being honest, I do ask. But that's not the point. I think that my point is, no one is saying that Caleb owed these women exclusivity. It's that he was trying to act like he was only talking to them. He was lying. Like, yeah, that's screwed up. It's like he like, could have just been like, look, I'm dating other people. At the same you, time, yeah, you can do whatever on. you want. You didn't have to answer the direct question of like, "Is did you hook up with this girl on this night?" It's like, been been an adult about it and be like, "Hey, I we're not exclusive yet. I like you. I would like to continue seeing you, but at the moment, I am dating other people." And Correct. That's like a healthy, normal adult way to have that conversation. Right. right. How hard is it to have that conversation? Asking well, if you're all the friends, blast, like over text, it's like you're forced to have that conversation, right? Also, take us a phone call. Never do it as a text. Like, you're just getting yourself into trouble. I think if a girl asked me through text, what are we, I would say we need to talk about that in person. I'm not talking about yeah. that over text. Yeah. That's another thing I'm not doing. I'm not asking a guy what we are. Um, if I'm interested in him, I'm going to say, like, hey, like, I want to date you or, like, I want to be exclusive. I'm not going to be like, what are we? Because men are like, I mean, I don't know. We're just, like, hanging out. Like, what? We- like never straight so two women listening i think the advice is like say what you want if he doesn't align with that then you can choose your adventure but like i'm not here for what are we conversations in 2020 also also if the relationship is really going the right direction and is really like something you both want you can usually kind of tell honestly with straight men no you can't 
I actually have to agree with them. You really can't tell sometimes. No. It's like, I've, no. been, I've been the guy in the situation where it's like, things are going well, like we could have dated. But then I remember that I'm a whore and then I just stop doing it. You know, like, it, 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 it's, it's not that easy honesty. to tell. I, like, I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't be anything oh, but. No. That's why. <laughs> I'm screaming, honestly. <laughs> I mean... I love the honesty here. Like, that's so honest. Okay, so okay, I have yeah, two yeah. questions. Yeah, yeah, I have two questions. It. What would it take for you to be exclusive with a girl? Because you just made an interesting point of like, I could be vibing with this girl. We could be have fun. I'm like, it's very romantic, but it's not exclusive. Like, what does it take for you to apply that romantic energy to one woman and stop outsourcing? Okay, you can go first. Wow. On this. <laughs> Okay, yeah, this is a hard one. Okay. <laughs> so typically, if I, like you were starting to see someone and it's very early, like I'm probably still seeing other people. Um, however, if I'm seeing this person like multiple times a week for like every single week straight or even once a week, like that's enough of my time and energy that it's like I'm probably not being able to hang out with that many other people at the same time. It's like I got shit to do. I got a life. I got like things outside of dating to take care of. So it's like. At, at some point, if you're like a month, two months, definitely three months in, at that point, you kind of know whether or not this is like something that's going to be serious or not. And you can both probably tell by then. I feel like it's just like a, you just like feel it out. I don't know. Tony's a better guy than he lets on because men will literally have you in a situationship for years. And Tony's like, you know, two or three months, I should know what's well, going on. Well, here's the I thing, after that. two or three months, it's like, I'll break it off or it'll be something that's like, uh, you're casually seeing some like once a month or just like when you feel like it like there are people that like that are very much just my friends now um, but it's like there's other aspects of the relationship and you know we see each other when we see each other but it's not like a romantic relationship but if I'm seeing you every week like that's a lot of my time so I don't know I think that's actually a really solid answer honestly it's, it's better than what I would have given off rip um, I was going to let you go first for a reason I, yeah <laughs> Uh, I, I think really the biggest thing to me um, that pertains, I guess, to the relationship itself rather than looking at, like, the logistics or the energy that you're putting in, the time you're spending in, is, like, if you feel like, like, if, I don't know, like, if you generally, like, actually start to, like, miss her company or, like, actually want to just be around her naturally, like, if you don't, okay, so I guess if you flow if from, it like, feels right. Yeah, if, like if you see something that reminds you of her and you're like oh i should hang out with her like i wonder what she's like if you were like versus like you know in the beginning it might just be more like you're just hooking up and like you guys just think each other are attractive or whatever um but if you like if that person is like i don't know just popping into your head like out of nowhere from your subconscious like you kind of know like oh i should actually explore this and see what's going on with this if she feels the same way and also with any relationship, like no relationships are stagnant. It's either like, like it's either, you know, increasing in intimacy or it's like declining. You, you just kind of know there's no like, uh, oh, okay, we've hit these milestones. Now we should be in an exclusive relationship. It's just like, these are just human relationships, right? And you just feel them out. So Tony, do you think women think that? Like, do you think that women 
think um, that there are milestones to exclusivity? No, no. But I feel like the way that you asked the question, yes. you're asking for milestones. Oh, yes. Ooh. I don't think any of my friends actually have milestones. I think I think, I think oh a lot God. of girls have a lot of milestones for before you're they date you. People, man. Yeah, I probably am to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like before and also like during the relationship. I mean, like it's like little things. Like for example, you have the classic. Oh, like. Um, when do I soft launch him? When do I when do I hard launch him? Like when does he actually meet my friends? You know stuff like that. Like there are milestones in there. But that's like so far down the line, right? That's not like. A... But but that's even like before, I think decide, maybe. Decide that you're actually going to be exclusive with that person. Yeah, right? I, I guess I guess before. Okay, so before might be a little bit more difficult. I'll, I'll give you that. Before, I would say maybe things like, basically looking at how much effort you're putting into the dates, like how how the dates are like growing in terms of like increases in intimacy like like if you go to like a Roddy bar for your first date and then you go to like a candlelit dinner for your second date there's clearly like a shift in intimacy that I think a lot of people are going to pick up on which is like less rigid and less I guess categorical than what I was saying before but I, I think that that still exists to some extent even before you start dating because people got to like be able to you know like gauge like how much emotional like investment they need to make in order to demonstrate that they want it to work but like not that they're desperate for it to work right and so they have to use something like as a sort of compass to figure that out or you can just follow the vibes you know i think at the end of the day this is it's like either you trust how you feel or you're looking for all kinds of other oh things to tell you how you should so feel. trusting the vibes got these women on uh tiktok talking about this man so <laughs> I don't know that I trust the vibes. <laughs> That's fair. But... Well, look, it, it takes a certain kind of person to go on TikTok and, you know, talk about your personal life to that extent. So, who knows? <laughs> I think you're not wrong. I think that's <laughs> like, so interesting. Like, I, I Shelby, think would what... you go on the internet on TikTok and, like, you know, just really, really share to that level? If I felt like it was beneficial, probably because I, I want to find this TikTok and pin it. But there's a woman who made this incredible TikTok about how women need to tell each other, whether it's viral videos or just like in text messages, like there are some dudes out here who just aren't that good at guys, whether they're shitty daters or they send oh, you yeah, 100%. unsolicited nudes. So I think those women were doing that. I've had that. dudes warn me about girls that I should not date. For like sure. That from him, I it's think... like, yo, like, do not. Like, she but I think people are salty because but it's that's a text message, you know? Yeah, but they're salty because it blew up. That could have been on a corner of TikTok we never saw. Like, I don't think well, why is every... Not like, you're not posting on TikTok. Like, there's a difference in terms of the medium of, like, a text message and a DM versus TikTok. Like, it one is... is inherently private, one's inherently public. But my issue, to be honest, with, with, with the take is, it feels <laughs> like... I feel like you guys are policing it. Like, I think where I, I'm I think... Not policing it. It's just, like, it's not, in, like, good take. Like, also, like, it's just... It's not in good taste. That's the only, the only statement to be made here. You should be like, "Hey, don't date this dude. He's a piece of shit," and then just like move on with your life. Don't. Yeah, let it I don't even. I don't even think you have to do that. Like, I mean, I think it's just, nah, just charge to charge to the game and move on, bro. Like, it's not that. Like, it happens to dudes every day. Like, I don't see why you think it has to be like a big thing. You know, like again, like it's it's just a conventionally attractive dude in an area that like is suited towards him. Like, that's gonna happen a lot. And I guess you could you could look back you could look at that guy and be like what about him would have stopped me from making this mistake and carry that lesson forward but I don't think trying to drag his name through the mud is going to do anything. And I don't, honestly I don't think that's what they got on there to, to do. Like 
some women eventually did get on TikTok to like be viral and do the most. Those are the women who like had a text message from him. Like, okay, you guys texted once. You probably should sit this one out. But like people who actually had stories, like I'm a big believer. Okay, how do you feel about, you know, uh, people calling his employer and trying to get him fired? Like, so I think that's terrible. This is a normal ass dude. But that's what I'm saying. Wait, people were doing that? Yeah. (laughs) They were in the West Elm comments. But I think that like, yes, that's taking it too far. But I think that people like, it's not an all or nothing situation. Like if one of my friends posted one of those TikToks, I might be like, damn, like, okay. Like what, I might text her and be like, I can't believe that just happened. And I'm like watching it unfold on TikTok. Like, but I don't necessarily agree with you that it's in like poor taste. Like I'm a big believer in like, you own the stories that happened to you. And just because like, I wouldn't do that or you wouldn't do that. Like people have every right. And that's what I was talking about. They have every right. But but I think it comes down to like, yeah anyways but i think we've uh we've hit our point and hit our wall with how we uh agree or disagree on this do you want to pivot the conversation to what online dating on apps is like um yeah sure what what are you what do you want to tell us about online dating on apps (laughs) uh you go first what do you have to say i want to say that the first thing about online dating that people don't often think about is like race so like i'm a black woman on dating apps And I think that that's, like, very nuanced, right? So, like, I never really thought about it. But then I, like, obviously talk to my friends about dating apps all the time. So some of the things that guys say on dating apps are weird. Like, some some guys obviously do not date black black women. That's fine. That's fine. But then some guys, like, fetishize black women. And it's very odd. Like, like you wouldn't think it too – like, you wouldn't think – like, if you saw the guys, you'd be like, wait, what? But anyway, like, so there's that element. And then there are, like, very normal exchanges. But I think that dating apps for me are, like, not my favorite way to date, if we're being honest. I, like... I don't think it's anyone's favorite date way. Yeah, way but, date. like... Like, it's fairly fairs... transactional. How Like, first of all, like, the thing that first came to mind was, like, you're having conversations with people. It's, like, it, how do people have all this energy to text, like a, like, a bunch of random strangers on, like, apps that you've never met in person? You have no idea what their vibe is. And then half the, the time you're getting weird-ass messages. It's like, what makes you want to keep playing that game? Kind of a game. Like, and honestly, it's just fun to talk to new people. Like, you just treat it like another version of social media, you know? Like, because that, that's really what it is at the root of it. I mean, it's basically like, if you just took Instagram DMs and you made it so that they were explicitly meant for dating, then you have a dating app, basically. So... You know, that's that's not wrong. I just don't have the energy. Like, I will go talk to any person at a bar. Or if I'm out in the world, I have no problem talking to any stranger. But there is something about texting people that's just, like, it's laborious. And I have to force myself to do it to actually have, like, conversations with new people on these apps. They're not just the same conversation over and over again. So, you know, props to you for having the energy to do that. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I, I wouldn't say that I prefer it either because, uh, I mean, like... Uh, like Shelby said, like, it's, dating with race is, like, it's very weird. It's really weird, um, in that, like, I mean, as a black dude who, like, grew up, I grew up, like, in Georgia, and even when I went to college, like, it was upstate New York, so it was, like, the rural part of New York or whatever. You're always, you're not really in, I'm not gonna say, like, hostile or enemy territory, but, like, you're always pretty, like, an outlier in most of those contexts, so you have to navigate a certain way, and... You might find yourself like leaning into or being an overcorrection from certain stereotypes that you're trying to just meet people and connect or whatever. And it all together, just having that screen and having that space from somebody 
gives you more time to think, which lets you like collect your thoughts. But it also makes the whole thing inauthentic because you're collecting your thoughts. You're presenting an aesthetic that you think is attractive. It's not really the person who you are by nature. So I guess it's like, I won't bag on it the way that people used to. Like a lot of the, I guess, middle and like older millennials seem to really abhor online dating because it was stigmatized as like nerd shit or whatever. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but it still is definitely like below dating in real life for me. Wait, Shelby, do you want to dig into your experience more? Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, the whole part about, like, overcorrecting is really interesting. It's like, you try to be on dating apps, like, you think about how you present yourself. And so I'm like, okay. I mean, obviously, like, it's like a social media profile, like you guys were saying. And I think that there are times where I'm, like, thinking of the most palatable version to present to, like, be good for the dating app and then that's like kind of when I get over it because I'm like this doesn't really feel like me I feel like I'm pandering um and I know like in the last episode we talked about Raya and that's like oh my god that's like worst case scenario because you make a slideshow about yourself and I'm like okay well here's my slideshow like what song should I pick like what photo should I pick and then I just think that like I'm always nervous about what guys are gonna say because guys say some really wild things on dating apps and I'm sure girls do too but like I my biggest struggle is like not getting the ick to actually go out on a date with someone because I'm like oh my god like in the messaging stage I'm usually like he said something I don't like I don't want to go <laughs> so can you, can you can you dig into that a little bit more like what's the difference between the ick so I guess is the ick just the transition from a guy being attractive to not attractive like what is the ick because I keep seeing that phrase <laughs> the ick is like when someone does something that just like turns you off did you have to be into them before or is it just in general they give you the ick? Um, you don't have to be into them before. That's a good question. Like sometimes people give me the ick that like I'm not even romantically interested in. Like a platonic person can give me the ick. I'm like, oh, I did not like that comment. It gives me the ick. Or like the way he's chewing his food gives me the ick. It's just like, eh, I'm turned off by that. Um, the way he's chewing his food, damn. <laughs> I mean, that is a thing for me. I'm sorry to report. Like I can't with that. <laughs> um, Certain things like just give you the ick. So say if I'm having a conversation with a guy and he like seems kind of like, I don't know, like misogynistic and it's not obvious. Like we're having a lovely conversation, but then he has a take that I'm just like, Oh, that is a trash take. And I can't get past it. I'm like, Oh, you fundamentally think that. So like there, this is not going to work. Like, and I kind of, I'm not mean about it, but I just, in my head, I'm like, Oh, I'm good. And he doesn't realize that he's like put his foot in his mouth and I'm like off this now. You know what I mean? Like, he's just talking, and I'm like, oh, no, nah, absolutely not. I feel you. But I have less specific takes, but I've I've definitely gotten the ick before. It's easy to get the ick because I think, I it's mean... It's social faux pas in a way sometimes. It's just, like, it's a lack of self-awareness, and you say something that you shouldn't say, and you're like... Yeah, and it's, like, people no. get very comfortable. Like, I think, as a personality, if you talk... Because a lot of, like, in quarantine, I would, like, FaceTime guys because, like, we weren't, like, going on dates immediately. And so, like... I'm very disarming and I can have a conversation with a wall. So we'll just be like talking, talking, like, like we're friends. Like we just known each other for years and then he'll say something and I'm like, Oh nah. <laughs> and like, I'm very calm. Like I'm like acting like everything's fine. But in my head, I'm like, I've written him off. Like that's enough of that because people, I think men are also can be very comfortable, like with their beliefs. Like I think women can be like a little, just like socially, a little less outspoken before like when they're not super comfortable with you and men are just like and this is what i think and they've met you five minutes ago 
Um, and some of those takes, I'm like, yeah, we can't, we won't be making it to the next round with that. I've definitely yeah. like given and received the ick before. I will say that. What gives you the uh, ick? When I'm talking to a girl and she's, I don't know, like, I guess the last example would be when I was up in D.C. or I wasn't even really in D.C. I was in Arlington, so Northern Virginia or whatever. And I was having this good conversation uh, with uh, this one girl or whatever. My friend kind of pushed me into it. And basically what happened was I realized mid-conversation that she works on the staff for, like, one of those, like, major, like, figures within the GOP. Because, I mean, we're in Arlington, so, like, right across from D.C. or whatever. And uh, she didn't really seem like she had that much animosity towards the guy and, like, what he's into. Um, So I was just like, yeah, I don't think we're, like, our values are very compatible because at the very least, like, you are complicit. Oh my god, that's like a, that's kind of a big, big ick. Like I'm not doing Republican vibes. Um, I once uh, heard, uh, seen, I actually saw this on Hinge. Um, someone's uh, like prompt was uh, their most controversial opinion is uh, moderates or Repo- just Republicans who want to get laid. I mean that's true. And I was like, girl, you're not wrong. That's so true. When people say they're moderate, I'm like, you're not though. Like. <laughs> But you're not, especially in this political climate. It's like mm, moderate on what? And then that's usually the dudes who say they're fiscally conservative. And that's also an ick for me. Like, see ya. That's like my high school at that point. <laughs> like, I'm fiscally conservative. It's like, all right, so you voted for Trump. Let's move on. Like, I, I just, I don't, I'm not doing that. Tony, I'm curious. A, I want to hear like a couple of your icks. And I also want to hear like, on the dating apps, what gets you to, like, swipe right or swipe left on a girl? I know that you're, like, into sad girls, but, like, I don't really know that you can tell that on their profile. So, like, tell me more about what you're going for on the dating apps. What makes you swipe? What makes me swipe? I, I think it just comes down to a vibe. It's just, like, an aesthetic. Like, I, the funny thing is, like, I also know the type of people who will typically match with me because I know what my vibe usually attracts. And so I think there is some that does have an effect as well. I don't really think I like uh, have a strong opinion on what I swipe for. I don't think I can synthesize it. You just go with the just vibes. go with the vibes. I'm sorry, it's like it's a very simple take, but that's about it. Like, you know, in reality, I'm a sucker for uh, like eyes. Um, so if you have nice eyes and you have something fun, like you're funny, like that's usually what's a uh, Gonna make me swipe. <laughs> who are the women who are usually swiping on you? You just said that usually, like you kind of know the vibe of who swipes on you. Who are those let's, people? Let's go look. Um, actually, there's kind of hard to tell. I don't really know what the common thread with these people are. <laughs> and what's your favorite dating app? Kind of hate them all at this point. I think Raya's pretty good. Um, I th- I like how uh, Raya's a lot more low key. It doesn't have all like the pretense and pressure that Hinge has, which is nice because like I'm busy and I have a life. Um, so like, there's definitely people that haven't like talked to it in weeks. They'll just like uh, pop, like I'll pop back up or they'll pop back up and they'll grab drinks or something. And it's like um, versus Hinge, it's just like there's always so and like there's few, fewer people on Raya, so it's like less overwhelming versus Hinge, where it's like you're constantly being inundated with all the like. The other, you can, like, you don't really have to talk to your matches because you're just constantly seeing new people. Um, you can always swipe or, like, you know, like people. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I don't really like any of them that much at this moment. Tony, what is your, like, go-to first date? Like, do you do drinks? Do you do dinner? What's the move? 
dinner on a first day, <laughs> date, like, you want to drop that kind of money on something you don't even know you like? like <laughs> <laughs> buy drinks just get drinks Tony I oh want, my god I want to say that the men no, are I, I get exposing where... themselves there's a more nuanced take here it's like dinner's a lot of pressure so if you're meeting someone off an app like if you look at like how much signal you'll get from talking to someone over text versus like um, as a way as a proxy for like whether you're going to like their personality it's a very poor proxy like there's people that I've talked to for like months in the pandemic and then we meet in person and we're both like this is just not a fucking vibe and it's like i i feel like there's like there's maybe some correlation between like how you guys text but like at the end of the day it's like what is like how well do your personalities mesh and the only way we're going to find out is by meeting them in person um so and with dinner it's like it's a lot of pressure right because you know you have like this fixed amount of time where you're like you have to eat food and you're like having drinks and like you have no out versus like with drinks, you know, if it's not a vibe, you can leave after one or two drinks and it's easy. And there's no hard feelings. You get your night back and you move on. It's just, yeah, I, I don't understand why people, unless if you know you really like someone, then go for dinner. But it's too much. Yeah, I would to agree with, I would agree with Tony. The, the more nuanced rationale was what I was about to say um, before he like qualified and kind of provided it. So I, I'm definitely in agreement with him. Like, that's why I always do like. It's gonna be something that like she can get up and walk away if she's not feeling it or whatever. I mean, for me personally, I'll pretty much always stick it through, stick it out until yeah, the end, yeah. have a good time I, with it. But I will stick through, yeah. you know, two hours of drink. Because like I feel I can talk to anyone, so it's like if it's not a vibe, you know, I'll deal with that later and just like you know deal with that over text. But um, creating optionality, especially for the person that you're meeting, is like a nice like way to make this low key. And also, if you go for drinks, you can see where the night kind of takes you, where it's like, all right, after you grab drinks, you can go catch a show. You can you can just kind of like, you can find mutual interest in the conversation and then go have an adventure together. And that's way more fun as a date versus like just grabbing drinks or dinner and sitting there for like three hours. Um, yeah, dinner yeah. Is, is so intimate because you have the pressure to stay there and stick it out all the way through. And then not only that, like once you eat dinner, you're going to be so full that you probably won't, won't want to do much else after that. Like... Yeah, you're like tired, you're and you're dinner. just like, I want to go home and sleep. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're doing dinner, it would have to be, you probably have, would have to plan to do something else before that, you know? Like, maybe, I don't know, go axe throwing or whatever people do now. Like, and then <laughs> go do dinner. I've done plenty of dinner dates, but it's only with people that I've been seeing. And it's like, all right, then we're just going to go hang out at home, or we're going to go catch a show afterwards. It's timed accordingly. I don't know that you guys have given me, like, dating app hope in this conversation oh i have zero dating app hope <laughs> like like at this point i just like investing in like and, and this is something i've heard from a lot of my friends too where it's like collectively uh i think the consensus is like put way less effort into that and just like go live your life and just meet people out in the world and you're gonna have much more success in dating than like trying to be on an app have you been meeting so... people out in the world yeah, I mean, like, I like I like to just, like, go to, like, coffee shops, bookstores, and, like, I will strike up conversations with strangers, not with any romantic interest in mind, but just because I like to talk to people. And then if there's a vibe, you make a new friend. Um, if there's a certain type of vibe, you can go on a date. Or, you know, you become friends with that person, then you meet their friends, and it's just, like, meeting people in a city at that point. At this point in uh, in the culture, we've kind of, like, separate, like, separated out all these like aspects of our lives into these like disjoint problems that we're trying to solve independently um for example like uh you're, you're like your friends and your then your hobbies and like 
then dating, and then your professional life. In reality, all these things are interconnected, and they're simply just like, what is the quality of your community? And if you solve that, you kind of solve the rest of it because you you have your friends, you have your you know your colleagues, you have the people you date, and the people that you know are friends of friends that you, like you know you might have a potentially romantic relationship with. If you just focus on that, life gets a lot better. I think that's a fair take. Like it helps you not be so obsessed. Maybe that's the first take that I agree with, Tony. <laughs> like, <laughs> your community, All right, there we go. Your community is like really important, especially in New York, because I think there's a lot of as some of my listeners who aren't in New York are going to be like very shocked and appalled at this conversation when I post the podcast tomorrow. Oh, no. um, I mean, not because of anything you said, more so just like the conversation in terms of like how we think about dating, because obviously you're from the Midwest, too. And there's a little more of like, like, this is a very New York City. I mean, to bring it back to oh, the point, like this, this is, is a not very... how I dated in like Pittsburgh um, right. when I was in college or like. Even when, like, at times there was in Philly, like, the, the energy is different simply because of the sheer, like, number of people in the city. Right. Um, and that's why I think, like, when you're in a large metropolitan city, it's a lot easier just to, like, rely on your friends as being the ultimate filter of, like, people that you might get along with. Definitely. And I think that, like, that's kind of brings the conversation full center, because, or full circle, rather, because, like, I think that this whole Caleb thing wouldn't have been such a spectacle like if it wasn't New York City. You know what I mean? I think it's just yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, this guy is taking over Brooklyn. And like also during a time where like we're inherently doing less. Like it's January, like it's cold, like we're not bad is kicking much. in. Right. And so it's like, <laughs> all right, I'm dating this dude. I feel I find out he's dating. If you're dating someone right now, you're probably only hanging out with them. Like it's cold. So like if you find out he's dating someone else, like you're obviously spiraling. And I just think it's like such a, it's such a city problem. Like it probably happened in like an LA too, but like it's all this talking about like dating and how we act is like very city centric. Cause in other places, obviously you can't like order girls like Postmates. Like you have to like, <laughs> to be a little more diligent. Um, Yikes. That, um, that quote right there. <laughs> Postmates and girls. That's how I feel. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like people do. Like they act like, I mean, I, I think it's really interesting what you guys said about dinner being very intimate and I won't make us go down that rabbit hole because it's a conversation for another time. But like, that makes me laugh. Like the things that people think are intimate and obviously there are like levels to intimacy, but like not even just you guys, like me talking to my girlfriends, like, oh, we did this. And it was like very intimate. And it's like, really? Like I would do that like with a homie. I feel like this whole situation is like warped what we see as like intimacy with people um i think we're all trying to like there's two variables here there's the actual chemistry you have with someone and then there's the environment and they're not completely uh like unrelated in that like you definitely have a priming effect if like you know you're in a certain headspace or like your environment is exciting you'll attach excitement to the relationship like these things are well documented um or like the frame that you bring in to um how you talk to someone or um you know the, like the idea in your head about someone is going to affect the way that you interact but at the end of the day something will simply anything can be intimate as long as there's chemistry and to like go back to the like the drinks versus dinner thing it's like you want to find out as quickly as possible if you have chemistry or not and if not move the fuck on <laughs> um <laughs> That being said, I also have an alternate take here where if you look at like a lot of friendships, 
it's really about like a ton of small interactions over time that build a friendship and like things grow and change. So I'm also a huge proponent of the friends to lovers pipeline. That's like not so popular in this day and age. Yeah, I'm, I too am a fan of that in some ways. In theory, yeah, in, in theory, theory. I haven't done it. I mean, I've done Actually, it. I've done it once. I've done it, but I think in theory, it's like, it just doesn't always work. And I also think it's harder now because like in, in this day and age, like my friends are so sacred to me. So it's like kind of mm, difficult yeah, to yeah, be yeah. like, all right, I'm about to date a homie. And then if he messes up and then I hate him, like that kind of, like that's. So I mean, then you can make a whole sitcom out of it. I don't. <laughs> it's the theme just, of every every sitcom. Maybe I just like wanted my friend, so I think <laughs> I think like it's interesting. But what you said about community makes sense. I mean, a lot of people are meeting people through others, and like like you also said, this has been a proven thing. When you meet someone through friends, you actually behave better. So oh, yeah, there's a 100%. whole yeah, there's like a whole study of like people who even if you're not close friends, even if like colleagues introduce you, it's like you have that person to almost check you to right. make sure there's... like your perspective accountability right yeah. and like to bring the conversation back to west Elm caleb i think what these people are trying to find is a way of holding a stranger uh, accountable um in an environment where there is no accountability a hundred percent like i think that that's like that's exactly it and i think that's like a perfect ending point is like they wanted to hold this man accountable and it spiraled into something that's like nuts. Like, I don't think anyone should be threatening his place of work and like talking about where he lives and like stalking him. I heard earlier, I was like watching a TikTok and he's like changed his number. Like he should not feel scary. unsafe because of what he did. It's not, it does not like the punishment doesn't fit the crime, but I think that's exactly it. Of Like those women just want a little accountability. Like people are out here wild and I encourage like, all of us to like the game's the game like you guys said but like people are people like don't be insensitive like you don't have to right right be respectful and respectful yeah i think the rule at the end of the day is be respectful but like um i've experienced extreme disrespect from the other side so uh i uh, i get it <laughs> tony we're, we could sidebar about your yeah yeah we're, we're definitely gonna have a sidebar conversation about the extreme extreme recent disrespect that i'm like what the hell happened here your voice you've been disrespected so. <laughs> yeah that's fair i definitely want to talk about that but thank you guys for joining and tony yeah, of course and ak thanks for joining oh yeah for sure this is fun yeah I want to see you <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of define normal if you like the episode or have any feedback for me please leave a review on the apple podcast app you can also follow the podcast on instagram at define normal See you next week.